Hello and welcome to the Stepping Into Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Ren, full-time teacher turned entrepreneur with a passion for health, wellness, and mindset. I'm here to inspire you through daily healthy habits to find your soul's purpose and create a lifestyle you are obsessed with. I'm a women's empowerment mentor committed to helping my clients show up as their authentic selves and live an abundant life. I am so grateful you are here. We have aligned and I'm ready to be a vibe in your ears. to episode four of stepping into your lifestyle i am joined today with riley from riley fit pt and we're going to be talking about lifestyle business and mindset so welcome riley thank you for joining me thank you so much for having me it's so good to be here and i'm honored to be your first guest (laughs) yes you are my first guest it's so exciting and um yeah i'm a little bit nervous on my end because i haven't interviewed someone in a podcast setting before but like I was just saying to you, Riley, like we, I do, I do lives all the time. So this should just be a walk in the park. <laughs> so yeah, it's same, same without the audience, which is even better. <laughs> even better, right? No one's actually watching. Cool. Yeah, exactly. All right. So would you like to tell us a little bit about, um, about yourself? Yeah, definitely. So my name is Riley. Obviously, I am from the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. I am almost 21 years old and I'm an online coach and a personal trainer. So I typically just work with females sort of anywhere from, I guess, mid-teens right up until their sort of 30s and 40s as well. So I feel like I work with a really you know broad range of women from a heap of different backgrounds. And I guess my passion really lies in business mindset, health and fitness, and just helping women step into their full potential and yeah, find the healthiest and happiest versions of themselves. Love that. Love that so much. And I feel like that's why we resonate because we're definitely on par with a lot of things, Um, especially just about like, yeah, health and fitness lifestyle and just stepping into their true power, right? Like it's, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a really big um, topic, but at the end of the day, it's, it's their lifestyle and we're here to sort of guide them in whatever they choose to do. So I love that. Awesome. So, um, I love that you said that you're from Sunshine Coast because I said to you before, I thought you were in Sydney. So just really putting a a location to the name because, you know, on socials we get a little bit confused where everyone sort of is. Um, I love the Sunshine Coast. We actually went there in April in um, which, oh, so good. Like we took the caravan for five weeks. So grateful to be able to have done that considering the time that we've just had um, and just loved it up there. It's an, an amazing place. So I, I know. I mean, you can't go wrong with anywhere in Australia, right? Like we're so, so lucky, but so yeah, lucky. I do love the coast. It's getting hot now though. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's not even summer yet. So we'll I definitely can see that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Though. Yeah. Literally if the flights open, I'll be there. Cause I just love it so much. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. So let's talk about um, how did you start to become a PT? What was like sort of happened in your life to sort of lead you down this path? Yeah, amazing. So during high school, and I guess all of my primary school years and from a young age, always super into sport, whether it was cross country, gymnastics, team sports, netball, footy, everything like that. And I got really into um, surfing for a while. And then I got into surf lifesaving. And that definitely took over my life, I guess, for the majority of primary and high. And I think I quit surf around sort of mid year 12 towards the end of year 12. So it was definitely very full on. I was training sort of 10, 11 times a week. Um, 
which I loved. And it's definitely set me up <laughs> for a very strong foundation in terms of discipline and, you know, waking up early and having those really sort of built in habits and stuff like that, which I'm so grateful for. And I love the foundation that that really, you know, set for me growing up. And I guess that's sort of where my passion for health and fitness started. I love living that lifestyle. I love feeling healthy and strong and yeah, really focusing on my health in that way. And I guess I never really got trapped in any sort of partying scene because I was too busy or too tired or I had training in the morning. So it was always a bit of an excuse as well. Um, Yeah, which was great at the time. And I guess now looking back, I... I feel like there was probably times where I'm like, oh, I'm missing out. But I really, in my values, love putting my health first. And that's that's honestly just where it lies for me. So I guess that's sort of where that stemmed. And I knew leaving school that I would really want to work in the health space in some way. I didn't exactly know where that would be. I always toyed with, will I be a physiotherapist? Will I work as a nutritionist? Will I be an occupational therapist? I didn't really know what that would look like. Um, and I guess... That's where, you know, when you get to year 11 and 12 and you're like, what subjects am I going to start to choose? And that's when I really wanted to start to focus on my fitness. And I said to mom, I'd love to do my cert three and four and just get my personal training certs. And in my mind, I thought I'll go to uni after school and I'll work as a PT on the side. And that will be, you know, good money while I'm studying to become whatever it is that I want to become. So I guess that's where it sort of stemmed from originally. I didn't love school. So I did it as a traineeship and that meant I had like a day and a half, two days off every week to do my certs, um, which was great. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's a good I was like, this is ideal for me. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. Um, So, yeah, um, so straight out of high school, this is what you've been doing. Yeah, so straight out of high school, yeah, got my certs. And then I guess I was already qualified coming out of high school. So that's where that started. I did go to uni for around five weeks for occupational therapy, but I just realised that's not where my passion sort of lied and I definitely felt obliged to head down that path. So it was good to just come back to fitness and really I just wanted to work with women. So that's sort of where my business started and then I've kind of just grown from there. Yeah, great. I feel like it's such a good opportunity for you to see who you wanted to work with at like earlier on in your career because, yeah, it can just get so confusing on where you want to go with your business and all that sort of stuff. So you were quite clear early on, which is um, a struggle for some people. And I, I was there too. I you know, I was sort of doing a bit of everything and it's, I had to learn and I had to, you know, get a business coach to help me sort of niche down and really yeah. focus on who I want to help. So um, mm. that sort of leads into, you know, working for yourself. Have you always wanted to work, I guess, online? Has that been something that you've had to pivot in during our current climate? Yeah, definitely. So I guess leading out of school and making that decision to quit uni and start my own business was a huge step. And mum and dad always said to me, you're either studying full time or you're working full time. There's sort of no other option. And I'm like, no, I respect that. So I said, all right, I'm making my business full time work. And I was super determined in that sense, because that's really what I wanted to do. So always started out face to face. And over time, I quickly um, knew that I didn't want to be working these 10 hour days. And I mean, you know, you've um, done PT before you know exactly what the lifestyle is like it's early mornings it's huge mornings it's back-to-back clients you're teaching and preaching this healthy lifestyle that you're not necessarily living and I really struggled with that for a while so yeah I knew long-term online was really where I wanted to go and I guess in the few months leading up to 2020 so before everything sort of happened I 
launched a bit of my online business with no real intention other than just getting a few clients online. I was sort of like, cool, if I can have a few online and have majority face-to-face, that's awesome. But of course, everything happened. So I was sort of forced to move everything online. Um, And then mid this year, I officially sort of went fully online and I absolutely love it. I think it's definitely the way of the world moving forward. And yeah, it's been incredible for me. And Similar to you, I got a business coach at the start of this year because I knew I was sort of a year and a bit into business by that stage and I really wanted that guidance and, yeah, just take that next step in business because I think you do get to that point where you're like, okay, I have built this up until this point now, yeah, but yeah. what's the next step for me? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'll, I, and I didn't actually know that, that you were fully online, which that's great. Um, and you're right, I feel like that's just the way that we're all sort of going in a sense and, you know, I think, we've all realized that we don't need offices anymore. We don't need a certain space um, because we can all do it from the comfort of our own homes, <laughs> which yeah, I feel like, yeah, years ago, we wouldn't have been doing that. So yeah, interesting. Um, and I guess going down with the talking about business, um, how did you sort of know that you were at that next step in your business that you sort of needed mm-hmm. to invest in a business coach? Because I myself, yeah, I just felt like I was just running the same race and I wasn't getting where I wanted to be. And I knew that, yeah, sort of investing would definitely help me get there faster. Um, Is that sort of how you felt in a sense? Yeah, definitely. I knew I had a lot of limiting beliefs around money. I had a really poor money mindset. Not that I was earning bad money, just that I felt like you needed to be working nine to five, five days a week, super hard. Um, I sort of had that income in my head yearly of that's what you earn and that's where it's comfortable. But getting to a place where I actually could realize that, hey, I could double if not triple that and getting comfortable with the fact that I don't need to work this hard for this amount of money, whatever that looks like for you, was a huge shift for me. And I worked really closely with Luca to overcome that because I was just, I, I can't get past this, this mindset. And I, I don't feel like I can, you know, spend the money or invest the money back into myself. Um, and I guess a way that really helped me reframe from that was, okay, I'm not at uni and I would have been at uni during this time. I would have had a hex debt and I don't have that hex debt. So in my head, and I said this to dad originally, I said, I'm going to spend the next four years building a brand, building a business and investing as much as I can back into my business and myself, like I would a uni degree. Absolutely. And I think that really helped me just frame like what it is that I'm actually doing here. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I can see that as well is that shift in your money story. It's a big one. And sometimes people don't think that they have one until they start to have that personal development journey Mm -hmm. and they start to branch out. And then, you know, you tell them a price and they're like, oh no. And then there's the blocks, there's the limiting beliefs. And it's just about creating that new money story. And I definitely was there as well. Um, Yeah. I started with my business coach, um, April, 2020, 2020, I think. Mm. Yeah, 2020. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm sure it was. The years are all one now. They're also going into like one now. Oh my God. Um, But I was the same. Like, I knew I had to spend that money to get to where I am. But um, Mm. at the time, I was like, how how am I going to afford that? How am I going to actually pay for like pay for that service? But I knew that I had to. So I made it work, right? You you literally look at your budget and you look at your life and you're like, okay, what can I cut? What don't I need? I need this to work. And Mm. my sort of mindset around that was, because I'm a full-time teacher, but I sort of lost the passion for it over the years of having children and not wanting to return to that full-time load because it just wasn't inspiring me. It wasn't lighting me up to actually go Mm. and do that job anymore. So that's a big part of my why, why this has to work because I want to be working for myself and helping others, but I also need, you know, a good income to support my family Mm. and to support the lifestyle that we've created. 
but also working around my kids and having that freedom. So you're right, not working, even though teaching's a bit lenient, nine to three, still that, you know, that yeah. five days and then you're just living for the weekend. That's not my vision for life. So really getting yeah. my head around my sort of mindset in that sense as well. Yeah, Definitely. cool. And from there too, like you said, it's, it's actually realizing that you have power in that too and that you can make choices in your life and changing that. But I think a lot of people get stuck at that, that um, original investment. And if you can't get past that point, then you can't get past anything. And it's like, if you play small, you stay small. So yes. it was scarier, but I'm like, I need to invest some bullshit money yeah. <laughs> right now, which seems really scary. And I think in my head, I thought something really bad would happen to me if I invested 15K at once. Yeah. And I saved the money. I had money there. So that wasn't even the problem, but I'm like, I need that in my account. And it's like this random safety net, but it was so freeing, like paying that on the spot and being done with it and realizing, oh, I actually still have a bed to go home to and I can still eat tomorrow and I can yeah. still pay my rent this week and nothing bad's going to happen to me yes. now that that money is like no longer in my account. You know, yeah. It's not even tangible. What even is it? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just getting that, yeah, that mindset really clear and yeah, working through all those limiting beliefs. Um, yeah, that's a really big one. So I guess talking about mindset and some strategies and tools that you use. So when you are, you know, when you do face limiting beliefs, like what are some things that you mm-hmm. do to really sort through that and overcome those in a sense? Yeah. So I think always coming back to your higher self, your higher self, your ideal self, I guess, whatever that is for you really helps me to just reframe and recognize what it is that is that limiting belief where that stemming from why I'm actually feeling that way and recognizing that that part of me is there to protect me, but I need to acknowledge that part of myself so I can move beyond it. And I think there's a huge sometimes disconnect between yourself and that part of you because you want to suppress that because it's scary or it's causing you anxiety or it's making you sad or whatever. But when you bring light to that thing, acknowledge it let it move through you and that's sort of any emotion um, you are able to then step into your higher self and I think too just having routines and habits that really support the person that you want to be so if you think about that version of yourself who is the healthiest most balanced happiest version of you if you're always making decisions around who that person is and how they show up in their days you're embodying that on that person you know and that version of you so you'll quickly become that person by always making choices based on what she would do. Yes, love that. Yeah, that was so clear, yeah. right? Yeah, and every, everything that you're saying is about them. Like it's their lifestyle. It's their choice to do mm-hmm. you like to do them. And that's what a big part of my program is too. It's their lifestyle. And I'm here to sort of help yeah. them step into it any which way that looks for them. And that, mm-hmm. that in itself is a huge step for a lot of people is just really acknowledging that they do want to embody her. They want to move to that next person. And it's just about, yeah, really finding a way to do that. So I love that you've just touched Mm. on that. Amazing. Yeah, cool. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we've just touched on everything so well and we've stuck to my time frame, which I'm stoked about. I love a short (laughs) short and sweet podcast. Um, Is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I feel like that's everything. I think we definitely just covered those things that are really important. But I think, yeah, yeah, back to what you were saying, just in terms of um, what you can do for yourself, I think always looking after future you is just the best thing that you can do for you, whether that's just bringing in the washing the night before or unpacking the dishwasher or taking out your gym clothes, just anything that you can do to make your life easier, I think is the best thing you can do for yourself. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. 
Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I really appreciate no. you giving up your time as well. No, thank you so much. It was so nice to be on and I hope you guys enjoyed as well. <laughs> thank you.